Kia ora and welcome to Today Radio Studio 4 in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. It's show 104 today. You're with myself, Nathan Snaid, Scott Brown across from me. It's the 11th of June. Isn't it warm, warm, warm out there, Scott? You've got your, um, your, your tan, your, it's almost like a got bicycle. My double, got my double tan on today, you know, got the... The farmer's tan, yep. you know, a little bit of... There we go. A little bit left in the red T-shirt. Yeah, it's funny. Not quite looking like the lobster yet. You know? Yeah, no, that's right. So, um, bit of a uh, top, uh, top-notch top lineup tonight. We've got, obviously, Anthony Perez coming in at, um, a bit later on in the show. Yeah, and we're uh, privileged to be joined by Benny Bresch. Have I said that right? Yes. Yeah, Hi, all good. Benny. Benny's obviously one of the... Uh, well, certainly be turning a few heads up at Mersh. Is it Mariska? Mariska Mersh? Is Mariska Mersh. Yes. Perfect. You boys obviously had that hell of a cup run. You only hear about that sort of stuff in the FA Cup back in the UK. Unfortunately, didn't quite get over the last hurdle, but we uh, we certainly can't wait to uh, to hear about it. As always, you can get involved in the show if you want to get in touch. It's 621-52-5000. If any of uh, Benny team, Benny's teammates are listening in and want to ask some awkward questions about what actually happens in the dressing room, then please give us a shout. Anthony, just uh, sorry, not Anthony, Benny. Just quickly, just thirty seconds about uh, about yourself. So, born in Vienna? No, not born in Vienna. Born in Graz. Okay, oh, in Austria. Yeah, yeah very in good. Austria. Um, raised I don't in know Luxembourg. Why I said Vienna? I think I just made yeah. that up. <laughs> the first thing you know about uh, Austria is, is Vienna. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, born in in Austria. Raised in Luxembourg. Um, I play football since I I'm five years old, and um, at Mariska Mersch, I'm a striker. I'm 27 years old, and yeah, that's it. Scoring goals for fun this year. Have you always played at Mersch? Is that what no, no, your club? it's my second year. Oh, okay. Um, and where were you before that? I started at uh, FF Norden. It's yeah. very in the north of yeah. Luxembourg at uh, Weisswambach. And then I went to, to Germany uh, because of my studies. And after that, I came back and, uh, yeah, started at Mariska Mersch. Yeah, well, mate, Did you've you? had a hell, hell of a season, banging in goals for fun. We're, uh, oh, it's good straight, to have straight in. When you're at university, did you play for the university or did you play for a club? I played for a club. Play for a club. Here in, yeah, in Germany, you don't play for the university. It's not like in uh, in, in England or... Or the US. Or the a bit, US, more, so. bit more social, isn't yeah, it? The old, uh, the old UNA football and rugby yeah. and stuff in, <laughs> in mainland Europe. Um, uh, Benny, we'll come back to you in a second shortly. As always, we start off the show with sport and the history uh, and the world today. Nathan, you've got some belters, yeah, as always. Yeah, you know. You, you know. Oh, and a few I, birthdays is here. Got, oh, look oh, at some of these. Yeah, Come on, there's some good. Get through this. Oh, we're, listen, we're not in a rush because I want to get this stuff out. In 1952, opening batsman Lee Hutton, he became... Len Hutton. Len, Len Hutton, mate. I Lee, Lee, I missed out. I, I missed it. I'll get my glasses on. Lee Hutton became the first professional cricketer to captain England in a, t- in a test. Now, that was um, at, at a moment where there's quite a 
a, a, a story, another um, who was my storyteller? You know the name. You know the name where oh, I get Ray. The, I want to say Ray, Ray Warren. Set, Ray Setterfield. That's him. Ray that's Setterfield. Man. That's man. So it was, it's another Ray Setterfield story, but I won't go too in, in, into uh, into depth today. But it was when um, cricket started to go um, to go professional, and it was started. You know, it was, yeah, quite a controversial time. Um, that's that happened in 1952. In 1955, the Le Mans car race accident killed 83 spectators. 83 spectators. That's I, mate. Yeah. It, as, as bad as it sounded, it, it doesn't. I don't want to say it doesn't surprise me, but have you watched the the document? Uh, not the documentary, the film with Matt Damon in with Christian Bale. With ten past seven. And Scott Brown has already started. Have you watched the film? <laughs> I love the film. <laughs> love the films. But anyway, you watch it there, and yeah. they obviously try and replicate it. And you just look at the the lat. Obviously, it's a bit different now. You know, security is massive at these events. But you know, often it takes an incident like this for them to reassess where uh, the the levels of safety and and, and health and safety standards well, I'm are. Su- I assume they did reassess the safety, but those eighty three spectators killed. That didn't stop the race. The race conti- the race continues. In nineteen fifty nine, Charlie Sifford he became the first African American to play in a US golf open. Did you ever watch the film Bag of Ants? How good is that? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Um, Will Smith. Will Smith and. Shia LaBeouf, actually, isn't it? He's really young in that one. Yeah, that's anyway. That's one of my favourites. Just so you know, if if there's any any like pub quizzes up in Mersh and stuff, and you need someone who's good value for the for you. the film <laughs> and stuff, you give me a shout, boss. Huh? <laughs> in 1975, One Day International Cricket debut of Javed Me and Dad. Indian, very yeah, good. 17 years, 364 days. Was that one day shy of being 18? 19. That was in 1975. 2022, not so long ago. Charles Swartzel hang on to beat fellow South African Henny Duplessis by a stroke to win the inaugural Live Golf Invitational. What did he pocket? Four point seven five million for the victory. Cash. Big, big cash. Big, big cash. And obviously, that is a hot, hot topic. Right old, now. Are you into your golf, Benny? Not at all. No, not oh, at all. mate. I'll, I'll, we'll give it more content later. But Live PGA, we'll talk about that later yeah. on. Um, and and the birthdays, Vince Lombardi. Jackie Stewart, Joe Montana, three big, big names. Now, Vince uh, Lombardi was born in 1913. He was head coach of the Green Bay Packers during the 60s, and he led the team to three straight and five total NFL championships over a seven-year period. He's considered many to be one of the best coaches in the NFL history. Um, and actually, the Super Bowl trophy is re- was, was renamed the Vince Lombardi Trophy in 1970 following his passing, and has actually been on a, on a, on a U.S. postage stamp. And while that's something... Jackie Stewart, 84, Scottish driver who won the 27 Grand Prix and the World Formula uh, One Championship in 69, 71 and 73. I actually saw a classic um, of him or a couple of races ago where Roger Federer was at the event and uh, Martin Brundle was trying to get to... Get Federer, but he couldn't because of the because of certain securities. So Jackie Stewart runs through the crowd. You see him diving, nestling through, and actually gets ends up by getting hold of Federer to come. Oh, really? It's absolute quality. One of those moments. And in '56, of course, the famous Joe Montana, after winning a college national championship at, at Notre Dame, he started as uh, Notre Dame. Notre that's Dame. how the Yanks yeah, say yeah, it. Notre do. Dame. 
He started his NFL career in 79 with San Francisco, where he played for the next 14, uh, 14 seasons. He won four Super Bowls and three uh, Super Bowl most MVPs, most valuable player. <laughs> He's the only player to have been named Super Bowl MVP three times. So obviously, uh, obviously a birthday. He's 56, Jackie's 84, and unfortunately Vince Lombardi passed in 1970. Just a quick one, Benny. Uh, I'm going to just give uh, the RCL Touch a shout out here from last week um, they obviously had a big big leap forward I guess for touch rugby with the girls last weekend the RCL girls under 15 touch rugby team um, had their first all girls junior team to represent the club they played against the Brussels Buffaloes and they drew 2-2 in a short but competitive game um, and it was part of a wider mixed junior touch uh, tournament where RCL also had under 15 and under 12 teams playing Nick Frank president of touch and who's obviously a coach up there said we've been building towards this day over the last four years and we've seen more and more girls get involved in RCL junior touch as a sport this focuses more on teamwork running and passing rather than power touch has proven so popular with the girls that we are now looking for more boys to even things up uh, this achievement sort of builds on the success of their second RCL ladies days um, and it's actually you know, it's an ideal component of that player pathway to, to obviously going on to full international rugby, but also full touch rugby. So it's uh, it's obviously playing dividends here and long may it continue. If you want to get involved, you can check them out on rcl.lu forward slash touch or just get in touch with them, Luxembourg Touch at Gmail. You can check them out on Instagram, Facebook, all that lark. And don't forget the um, the Summer Touch League, which yep. is going on at the moment. Exactly. We um, Now, we, we, both of us were at the RCL 50th ball, which we'll speak about a little bit later in the show. What was we'll the best? Like the best 10 seconds of the whole ball. The best 10 seconds of the whole... Oh, there's, there's, there's quite a few, to be honest. Right, so when... I'm going to go when everybody got up and clapped the founder of... Oh, you man, Albert Cohen. Albert Cohen. Yeah, that was pretty founded. epic. That's the, pretty awesome. 450, well, yeah, 450... Uh, uh, guests up there, guests yeah, up obviously there, appreciating there. what he started. All, and in. What he started, you know, no, and as they said, no no man, no woman would be in that room tonight if it wasn't for him. And I thought that was really, really touching and, and deserved. Oh, that's a bit deep to start with. I was going to go, it was when Maro Bergamasco was asked if you could be played by any film character in a movie who would it be and he said Forrest Gump you know <laughs> that was funny that was one of the um, funniest Benny funniest. thanks for uh, thanks for joining us this evening um, obviously we had uh, well a friend of yours Valentine uh, earlier on uh, in the season I guess the way to start is start now and we'll, we'll work backwards and, and go from there but um, you know, commiserations. Uh, obviously, not not quite getting over the uh, the hill there against uh, in, in in the final. But what was it? Eight thousand people down at the Stade Deluxe. Yeah, I think about eight thousand three hundred and something. There we go. It was uh, an atmosphere I, I never never had before. It was a once in a lifetime experience for me, and uh, simply great. So, yeah. was that the biggest crowd that you've played in front of? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. It's, it's a heck of a crowd. For, for, for a for yeah, yeah. game, the, the biggest crowd I played before was I think thousand uh, five hundred, um, and from a thousand five hundred to to eight thousand three hundred, it's uh, it's a big big, big gap, and uh, yeah. Is that the first cup game that's been played at the no, start? No, the second, the final, second. The final, second. final was played last time around, wasn't it? I think it was Racing, and I think it was Doodle again, was it? Or did I don't know? It could be. I don't know. But um, there were about. 3,000. Yeah, yeah, if that, if that. But um, what? so what was that like, obviously? Which changing room were you in? You know, as you go through the tunnel, were you on the one on the left or the one on the right? We were on the left. 
So we, we were the visitors. Yeah. Ah, very good, very good. I've only ever been in the one on the right. Um, when you came out, were there a lot of people? Were you come out to warm up? You get there early and stuff. Were there a lot of people there already? Or did it start? Mm. Is it only towards the end of the warm up it starts? Yeah, we, starts we have to start up? earlier because we came in and nobody was in the stadium because we, we went in at, uh, I think, 5.40 and the stadium opens at 6. So um, we had time to to acclimate, to to come in, to, to see everything, um, to get on the pitch, to go on the... Um, yeah, to go to the VIP and every, everything, everywhere. And... Um, I couldn't believe that I was playing football in uh, in half an hour or an hour on this pitch yeah. because it uh, yeah it was that big and uh, when we came out for the for the um, warm up there were already some people some of us uh, yeah. some of our spectators um, and they they were very loud <laughs> and um, yeah even for the warm up I have to I had to to scream because they, my my um, teammates didn't hear me. Yeah. So, um, oh, so a, 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 let's say a, what we would know is a real competitive atmosphere. We heard it. Yeah. Down, yeah. We, we heard so, it. so when you uh, when you're in the you're in the changing room and you know you're going to get what time was was kickoff at like eight o'clock or eight thirty. Uh, yeah. Eight yeah. o'clock. Yeah. So it's eight o'clock kickoff. So national anthem. I would say you're probably going out ten minutes before, ten twelve minutes before kickoff. Yeah. Is it? it was it was a real strict timetable. Yeah, 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 so we yeah. had to go in at. Uh, uh, 20 minutes before we had to came out at I think um, yeah 15 minutes 14 minutes uh, before the game um, there was a man standing with his uh, with his clock and said 10 9 8 now you go out yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything was timed so um, it was a bit yeah something different like yeah. the other games um, but pretty cool so do you know do you know a lot of the opposition players no okay because that's always an interesting one because you you've got the two changing rooms here you come out and you sort of double back on yourself mm. and then you can uh you, you obviously stood next to the opposition mm. and then you go out onto the pitch you're playing against boys you might know boys you might give them a fist bump or say hello like that was there any of that or is it just just tunnel vision just, yeah, just well, uh, some some of us but uh, but not many yeah. yeah and it was um before the game so when the two teams come to the pitch and uh we're greeting each other but uh, afterwards when he come out to to really go play the yeah, game yeah. um everyone is straight uh, in, in, his, in, uh, in in the in the business when, in the when, when, when stuff I think like that of, when i think of the tunnel i think of the roy Keane, you know the, the, they the arsenal, the arsenal one, yeah. manchester united conflict it's, you it's, know, a, bit, it's, and, it's a bit different that sort of thing doesn't happen anymore because you look at all these i mean let's look at all these brand new stadiums they love the space and stuff like that whereas it, you've sort of lost it now and you know you look at the old Highbury or certainly the old Tra uh, old Trafford back in the day it was small compact mm -hmm. tunnel you know there's your shirts that as we've talked about before there's often a bit of bagarre in the tunnel before it all starts whereas now it's it's a big open space you know it's uh, so, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, a, bit, a lot of room to rumble yeah it's a bit yeah. different but I mean <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean 8,000 people it's absolutely brilliant I mean probably the closest that stadium has had in terms of that capacity was probably when Portugal came over to play uh, the national team in when that was in the that was at the end of March wasn't it but um I mean, how, how often are you training at the moment? Or were you training in, in the build-up to this? We were training three times a week. Okay, so when you, you obviously, you know, you had a win against, uh, we beat Mondorf in the semi-final, we had uh, Joao on, and I mean, he was very complimentary towards you and he just said, yeah, like no complaints from him. On, on the day, you were the better team and you obviously, but you were, you were at home as well. Yeah. weren't you? Um, so when you, you, you happy days. How many, how many did you get past your... How many did you get in the back of the net? How many did you get 
goals did you get that day? Did you score against uh, him? Um, I scored one time. Yeah. Just the once. I'll send him a little just message. Yeah, yeah, just, just the once. <laughs> but he's, 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 Joe, if you're listening, he's bouncing here, mate. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's ready to get a couple more next season. So when you when you find out you're, you're playing, does that, you know, you're like, right, you, you've got your, your training programme and when you go down for the final, did you get a bus down with all the boys or did you just, did you get cars down or...? No, we had to go to, uh, with the bus. Yeah, um, we we weren't allowed to to go by car, so uh, it was a bus for the team, and there were I, I think seven or eight buses for uh, supporters. For supporters, unreal. Um, from Mersch. Yeah. So even our um, rivals from uh, Linchen went uh, with the bus there. So uh, we had the all the complete north we had behind us. Yeah, yeah, that that's really cool to hear, isn't it? It's like yeah, but we is it like if, a derby, not a derby, but like a derby. Yeah, I guess, I guess it is, pretty, but it's, very close. It's, it's cool to hear your rivals yeah, yeah. getting on yeah. the getting on the same on the jumping on the bag wing. It's quite cool at the national stadium when you pull up because you go into the ramps, don't you? Uh, so you have like if you're if you're looking at the stad, so you know you've got the big tower, it's sort of at this end, and you like pull off, and you, you don't go right underground, but you sort of go under part of the stadium, and then you're you're basically locked in, aren't you? Is, and then there's a big long walk and the tunnel and all the all the montages on the wall. It's really, it's really really cool. You know, it's it, it's as professional as yeah. it as it can it get is when it comes to that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. It brings a smile to my face. Yeah. Uh, thinking about, it. I don't know if it'll happen again, but so that's, um, <laughs> if Mersh, if there was eight thousand fans from Lynchkin and Mersh, I mean. That's pretty much. That's pretty much your population. Yeah. How many you got? You probably got five thousand. Mersh has uh, ten thousand. Ten thousand. Okay. It's one of those ones where in years to come, you know, hopefully you boys will go up to the. Well, you've been in the first division, and we wish you many successes and stuff. But you know, in ten, fifteen, twenty years time, it's a sort of story where everybody in Mersh will say that they were they were at the game uh, when they look back at it. But of course, but really, they can, weren't. Can you tell us a little bit about the game? Like in, in terms of the the scoring, the flow of the scoring, how was the, how was the first half, for example? Yeah, the first half we, we were we were not in the match because I think uh, we slept a little bit. Um, it, perhaps it was the university. Yes. Um, we were me. Uh, I was very nervous for the game. Uh, the first ten fifteen minutes, I had my my legs trembling. So um, yeah, the first half wasn't wasn't very good because um, yeah, we went down to two zero. Uh, to the halftime but um, in the halftime the coach said we, ha- we have nothing to lose um, go out it's a bonus for us enjoy the game and try to, to do something but we have nothing to lose now so we went out um, we played our game we changed not much so um, we came to 2-1 and then they scored the 3 run when we were very pushing um, then we come back to 3-2 and that was really great. Uh, the atmosphere in the stadium. I never lived something like yeah. that before. Real it excitement. Was, wow, that, it was really, really great. Um, and then in the in the additional time, they they scored the four two, and then uh, then we we knew it is over. But um, we gave yeah. it a good go, sort of thing, don't you? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's we we've we've sort. I think it's fair to say we've warmed to the football, haven't we? In the recent yep. couple of months, having been lucky enough to have a few other guests from the world of football, of the world of Luxembourgish football, on. Um, but yeah, when you you read about it, you're like, ah, uh, three one, we're dead and buried, and then two, you nick one, and you're like, oh, oh we're, was, here we go, we 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 might we might get a sniff here. Um, and as you as you say, you finish up. I mean, what do you do after the game? I suppose you, you almost don't want to leave the pitch, you know, because no. it's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty. pretty no, we didn't want to leave uh, leave at all, but because um, yeah, 
it was a, a bit of a deception for 15, 20 minutes. And after that, we went to our, to our supporters and um, they, they, were, they were shouting, they were singing and um, we were happy. We were happy they to... They got the drums and all that. Yeah, the, the drums the, the and drums. everything. And uh, even they, they prepared a chore uh, choreography uh, um, before the game. So Super. it was uh, really cool. And yeah, we, we did a little of a party with the fans in the stadium um, until the moment that the security went and pushed us out. So um, yeah. I part, had to go part, to the shower. Party poopers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, yeah, we had a li little um, come together in the stadium in an own VIP. With... Uh, jambon. Like together as all of the, all the both teams came yes, together. Yes, the both yeah. teams. Did so, they have uh, Jambon? Did they have a big one <laughs> <bar laughs> <and laughs> No, no. What? No. no. I do oh, have the jambon a... for the rugby. It's the best, huh? We had only some uh, schnittersche, only little oh, little what? bites. Mate, you want to start to, to change yeah. sports, play oh, rugby? Yeah, they come come with, uh, I have to go to rugby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a, if you look back on the on the history or in the archives of the of, of the content that we've put out there, Luxembourg played Hungary. It was, and uh, I wasn't able to go up into the after match function, but I met the boys out later on, and and they were with the Hungarian players. The bone, anyway, it come, it basically, because anyway, you get through a load of it, and it, it gets taken out anyway, on the night yeah. out. So anyway, the next thing we were down in, in Klausen, and the uh, Hungarian prop, big blonde head fella, was just almost carrying the bone like in the mouth, like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> And it was yeah, and then obviously the the, the jambon wasn't it? So we'll have to get we'll have to get onto the FLF and be like, why isn't the jambon? The it's jambon all about up. the jambon, huh? It's all about the jambon. I mean, as your coach said to you, you get into that cup final. You know, was a bonus. Of course, it would have been amazing to win it. But you you have got promoted this year. Um, do you think? Um, you know, looking back at the season, was that your target for the whole year, or was it just let's see where we end up and then? started to gather momentum honestly the the cup wasn't wasn't our target um the target was um for for the coach it was uh to to go go up to go in the bgl for us it was the um to stay in the in the league because uh, last year we we played um against uh to to uh, to go down yeah it's the relegation yeah. yeah for the relegation so um our our target was clearly to to stay in the league and the coach from the first day he said he wants to be under the first four so, um, so the target at the end of the season was clearly to to go up. Um, that we now without a relegation is uh, is very cool. Um, but the cup was, yeah. At every every point, it was a bonus. Um, and when when you win, you you want more. You want more. Yeah. And after the win against uh, Wils, um, we thought, okay, there's something possible to go to the stadium. We didn't even talk about winning the cup. Just to go to the stadium and have this this experience um, was pushing us enough. I mean, I unfortunately I was at the dribble door, but I didn't get a chance to chat to your coach. But uh, whoever's in charge of your Instagram has given me his number. Does he is he is his English good? Is it as good as yours? I don't think so. Oh, mate, we we'll have to get him on because he's got the you know he's got the long hair. <laughs> he's well tanned. You know, just looks like a fun guy to be around. You know, if he, even if is he can't he, speak is he, English, he's mulletable. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, he's got the long. You know the. Almost like old school, you know, David Ginola. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. So when he runs, there's a nice it's little glorious, wave. There'd huh? be a good, a good. So wave. runs around slow motion, you know. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine the hair. How long's he been your your coach for? Uh, one and a half year. Oh, okay. So he came uh, last year in winter. Very good. Oh, so, job. so just yeah, just going back to this season, were you 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 got to Christmas and you're obviously in a good position and you you went on a roll and obviously that's you know. Well, a hell of a run to obviously get promoted and then, you know, come so close in the cup. Because I know um, 
uh, as I said, Valentin was on, and he said it was basically the same thing with with Kanak as well. They basically were it were really bad before Christmas, and then all of a sudden you just go on a go on a roll, and you know they they came arguably as close as you did in the cup. You know, lo- losing it in right at the end to to get promoted. What's the uh, who are your big rivals in your league? Our rivals. Um, we don't have really a rival. Um, but I think with Bettenburg, uh, we, we challenged a lot because they, they were in front of us. We were, we were in front. So it was a bit of, a bit of uh, yeah, changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that that was the only one. Because Schifflange, um at the end, they were really good. And uh, we knew it would be very, very difficult uh, to reach them. So um, yeah, I think Bettenbuch, uh was the was the biggest rival. And looking forward to next season, are there any games that you're yeah. looking forward to going and playing against? Obviously, Hesperon's just got to be up there. Of course, you know, uh, of course. Let's go. Who are you going to go in? You're going to be aggressive. You're going to go go and get go two or three goals past a, a team. Who do you want to get it past? Of course, Hesperon. Ah, I did not. I did not. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, but. Uh, being honest, um, I think the games we we have to watch uh, watch out to is uh, the one on the who are on the, the followers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got ta- to target games coming up, of course. Yeah, of course yeah. you have. Of course yeah, you have. Um, it, it's interesting because I was lucky enough to go down to that um, Dudelange Hesperange game, and that was mental. The way like you thought, you know, Hesperange started so well and then fell asleep. Dudelange scored three goals, three one up, and you think night night. And they scored three goals in, I think it was eight minutes or something yeah, stupid. Awesome. And just watching it, it was absolutely, absolutely mental. And obviously, they've got now got the, the uh, the Champions League qualifiers to look forward to, which we'll be following uh, very, uh, very um, eagerly. We've got a bit of a reputation of getting goalkeepers on this show. I don't know why they seem to like have a good bit of chat about them. Have you ever considered being a goalkeeper? No, no, not at all. Never. Um, I, I've always been a striker. Yeah. So, um yeah, as a kid, you 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 go to goal, but uh, no, I'm always always been a, sti- a striker, and uh, I love scoring goals. So y- you're a seven or a nine, Benny? I'm a nine. You're a nine, but I've I wear the number eleven. You wear number eleven. Why? Um, I always had this yep. this number, so uh, I changed at some point, but uh, it's because another player had the, had the number. Yeah. Uh, when I went to Mersch uh, and eleven was free, I, I took it immediately. You, you took yeah. it immediately. What about you, Nathan? What number would you wear if you were playing football? I'd, I'd be number one. No, but you've been goal, would <laughs> yeah, you? Been goalkeeper. Yeah. You only go in goal. Don't, you don't have to do any running. Don't, don't do That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I, f- I feel really bad, but our other goalkeepers are on uh, that that have been on. I haven't actually asked them about fitness and stuff like that. Surely it must be easy as a goalkeeper. Yeah, all you do is stand and dive around. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can do fitness. Why? <laughs> Touch the ball. At no point, I have no intention of leaving the box. You know, so right. why? Benny, why let's show off. Let's show off. What's one of your favourite goals of the of of the season that you've been? Tell us about it. You can give it a slow motion. You can go back in time. Repeat. Was it any classics? You saw top left, top right, outside of the boot. Top bins. Is top, like top kind top of bins. two two goals. Two goals. Uh, one against Bettenburg. Um I got the ball uh, at. 30, 35 meters. You can talk slower. You can ease this yeah. out. You can get down. To the glory. <laughs> the boys on the we can even seat. go back and we can repeat these words if you want. Tell us all about it. Where the defenders were but placed. Jesus, I, Nathan, I, would you let him talk? For <laughs> I have to say, the coach always t- told me, um, "Shoot, if you're not shoot, uh, you won't score." Yeah. So um, it was against Bettenbusch. They they were first um, in the in the league. We were second, so um, we had to beat them to to get to the first place, and. Um, 
at halftime we were three three zero uh, in front. So um, it was I think the the one zero or two, I don't know uh, anymore. But I, I got the ball at uh, 30, 35 meters. I saw the goalkeeper, um, who's not the tallest one. Um, uh, he was a bit outside his uh, his goal. And uh, I just looked, took the ball, first touch, second touch, third touch. I, I as soon as you hit it, were you like, that's got a chance? Yeah. 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 Was, it, was it one of them, like a golf ball? Was it slowly? No, it was, a, it was a slowly and go up uh, up on the right. Top right. Top right. Top right. Yeah. And, what, and what was your celebration afterwards? I I spread my arms and yeah. yeah. I don't have a typical celebration. Um we should, with we should, the emotions we should come up with one we'll give him one yeah. for, for next season when <laughs> he goes 20, up to the BGL would be cool when he scores 30 goals next year as well you know what I mean yeah. well say if you score 30 goals next year pal you, you, you boys will be certainly up near the top half we'll find we'll, something for you Benny you have to do it is there anybody obviously the fact you're talking about Mersh smaller population arguably a smaller football club so you've got presumably a lot of volunteers who get involved with the club out there. Is there anybody you want to give uh, a shout out for this? Yeah, to this the whole club. Season? To the whole club. Um, I think what the what the committee, the whole the whole club did this season is uh, is awesome because uh, we are, like I said, we are a little club, very little club. And what we did this season of, uh, with with our uh, with our pitch and uh, everything what what's around, um, they did a great great job. So every vo- volunteers were there. I think for the match against um, against Mondorf, there were there were over forty volunteers um, just to do to to do the game to to do the entrance and everything. Um, a great shout out to them and uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we always talk about it. They're the they're the people that ultimately make the sport tick. Yeah. You know, they make it part of the the experience for 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 us as the yeah. players. But you know, without that, the other parts above it don't don't happen. So, Have you seen yeah. Leicester Football Club's pitch? The groundsmen, the way they do all the lines in the ground, have to have a look. They do amazing, amazing job. Any any lines or special designs that you uh, are you talking about cutting the grass? Cut and the stuff way they like. cut the grass. Yeah, yeah, just to jump in, I saw a really interesting one. Fulham, who obviously play in the Premier League, they um, have opened up their pitch in the off season, so you can go and have picnics and take up take the kids up and let them charge around. You'd probably take Pims down there, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I'd say so. Not a £10 a pint, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, it's they, they charge you a really small entry fee and then it's obviously to put money back into charities, but that'd yeah, be quite cool. cool. Nice, down yeah. Down, yeah, uh, yeah. Something like that. Um, BGL next year, is, is the squad going to change a lot? Is, you, is there a lot of recruitment going on or are you keeping a lot of the boys from this we, year? We will keep a lot of the boys because we, we're like a little family. We have not the, the experienced uh, Bijelic uh, players. We have we have players from the from the what's this the fourth uh, Luxembourgish league, yeah, yeah, yeah. even who came this year and uh, who plays every match. So um, we're a bit like a family. We are very familiar, and um, I, I think two or three players will have, will leave us. We will get uh, three or four new ones because uh, next year in the BGL you have uh, 18 players on the on the oh, bench. That's right. Remember that and, rule was uh, coming in because it used to be 16, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, that's changed this year. Yeah. yeah. So how, so, how big is your is how big local, is your is squad? That that, that, that's a, a BGL rule. That's okay, changed. Yeah. That's changing at the end of the year. But only for the BGL, not yeah. for the, the other leagues. So how many? How how big is your squad? I think we are about to 21, 22. So it's a very small squad, yeah. as well, isn't it? We will keep a very small squad. And I mean, if if you're sort of 
called on? Do you bring guys up from the juniors and stuff like that if you have to, if you need more numbers for injuries and stuff? Or is it's it difficult because we have a a bit of a gap? Um, our our scholars are very good, yeah. But uh, I think we have a gap between the scholars and uh, the first team, yeah. So uh, it will be difficult to, to take players from the from the juniors. Okay. Um, Obviously, it's not all serious on here. We've got a few sort of funny questions we like to throw at you, and I'll just, you know, throw them at you as quick as I can. So the first one I'll ask you is, if you were going on holiday, would you wear budgie smugglers, so like the Speedos, or would you wear the long board shorts? Not the Speedos at no? all, no. Yeah. You're into Speedos, are you? Uh, no, no. Yeah. Why would you got to get the average Binny. rig yeah. out, mate. Get the rig out. Huh? Well, I don't say sort of that. We're going to... We, yeah, you know what we're going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get onto budgie smugglers and we'll come up with our own um, budgie smugglers for the thing and we'll get all the guests on it. That's what we'll do. We'll all go swimming <laughs> one day. Jacuzzi, a couple of beers, we'll be laughing. No, no point going on a, uh, no, but going on a summer yeah. holiday. Yeah. Not take your <laughs> First thing that goes in the suitcase, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, what about the, uh, if, uh, if you could have a moustache or a mullet, which one would you have? i go for the moustache. Mustache, very, I, very European. Yeah, isn't li- it? Little story: we, we saw a, a French rugby team. Um, we went to Algarve with the team uh, last week, and we saw a whole rugby team from uh, from France, and uh, they were all with mustache and mullet. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, absolutely quality. Classes. I mean, this is a summer holiday, and but, you know, yeah, they, but, they got uh, the bunchies <laughs> in their own compartment yeah. as well. I don't think you can go half-hearted with the mullet. You got to go proper. I mean, there's some dreadful ones. Let it wave. What about you? Are you going when are you going to start growing your mullet? I tell you what, I'd come up with a beauty if I let it go, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one we always say is, "What about? Um, is it socks up or socks down? Socks up. Oh, ab- above the knee." No, 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 not above no, 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 no. Good man. And then the, uh, yeah. the, I guess the most important one we would ask you. So let's fast forward, you know, 12 months time. We, you'll, I've no doubt you'll be back on the show before then. Um, you guys have won. You guys will hopefully win the Lux Cup, you know, and you'll have a decent position in the BGL League. Um, the FLF are spicing things up. And for the Cup final this year at the Stade Deluxe, it's going to be, it's going to be completely sold out. And they're going to introduce every player individually Okay, to get the crowd going, like they do in the boxing or the or the UFC or the darts. What music, what soundtrack would you come out to? That's difficult. I I heard Valenta, um, and I would go also with ACDC. Um, I wanted to say Hell's Bells, but yeah. uh, as he did, I will take uh, Thunderstrike. Oh, classic, classic, wrong classic one, it. but uh, can't go yeah, wrong with it. Well, we had the the well last was it last week we had the 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 furet, the, the the ferrets on from yeah. uh, from down in the r- rugby club that's being uh, that's being set up down in, in Ash or Belleville actually playing at the Belleville Centre. And their song, I had a Britney Spears one. They want to walk out. For <laughs> Absolute beauty. <laughs> Why not? Why not? And they yeah. pulled it out. International sports, Scott. Yep. Um, what's the biggie for us, mate? Well, there's been. Well, we can give. Well, we've got Benny. We'll keep it. We'll keep it on football. We've had two UEFA leagues. We've had the conference uh, conference league final that took place on uh, Wednesday night, where West Ham beat Fiorentina two one. That late goal would have been absolute scenes from. Uh mean to do that we were obviously uh we were we actually jumped in the studio on friday night we have a bit of an impromptu podcast which will come out this week where we had three guys who drove over from uh london to go to the the game they didn't even have tickets so there were only twenty thousand tickets for the match 
which were obviously allocated X to each team. And then there were over 25,000 people in the fan zone. So there were more people in the fan zone than the actual stadium. Yeah. Um, I, I would have been... So yeah, so if if you're listening now, listening to the to the show during the uh, the week where we um, where we had three of the fans that that were driving back through to get back to the UK, where they um, they gave us their story about uh, about West Ham, but also about their experience at the at at the game. So um, yeah, so West Ham got the win over Fiorentina two one, and then obviously last night the big one. Did you watch it? City and uh, and Inter Milan. I saw part of it. Um, I was uh, yeah with uh, with. Couple of my teammates um, at an uh, at an dinner, but uh, we saw a bit of the game. Um, I think my personal meaning it was a bit very boring. Yeah, boring. Yeah, very boring. Boring. However, a win's a win, and City and City City collect the treble, which is very very unique. The last time to yeah, do that was for me. Uh, for me, City is uh, is the best team at the moment. So um, yeah, God, 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 here's, 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 a, here's a question for you. How many goals did uh, Pep Guardiola's team score in all competitions and this win, year? This year 2022, 2023. It's a good one. This is like... It's a Jesus, isn't it? If I bloody prize, the, I don't want to give away any of that stuff. So mm-hmm. if we had a competition, how many? Hmm. Um, every competition. How many games did they play? What are you playing? The Premier League 38? Haaland alone got the Premier League. 52. 52 he finished up with. So you you'll go uh, 100, go 120 135 150 That's some going isn't it especially when it's I mean even 100 goals in the season's a hell of a sin you know imagine bear in mind Haaland scored a third of all their goals Imagine seeing the reel to that of all these balls going in the back of the net I mean it's it's Remarkable. funny it's funny you talk about like and I don't want to take this away anything away from you man Pep Guardiola you know he's done uh, uh, Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, but has he? Yes, he has. Okay, let's let's just give this from my limited football background. Man City, arguably the biggest playing budget. Where was he before then? Uh, Bayern. Yeah, they didn't have a small playing budget. Where was he before them? Barcelona, I think. Barcelona. You know, they didn't have a small playing budget. So the thing I'm trying to get across is, don't I don't want to take anything away from him. But when you've, got, I think, unfortunately, in, in football, you've got if you've got the big. You, I mean, Man City got the biggest playing budget. Look, they're the, the Champions yeah, but, League. But look it? at PSG. Yeah. But they Listen, recruit all the wrong uh, people. No, no, you know no, no, I mean? no, 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 no. As, as a manager and as someone like Pep Guardiola, you, you've got to earn, and particularly in football, because they've all they've got they've got big the players have got big salaries and big power a big power, and they are extremely extremely fickle. If one of them get a tantrum, they can they can. Folded fold, a dressing room like that, but he doesn't. He somehow got this drive within him that every every player is in in behind the the leadership of Guardiola, and and at three big clubs where I, I think it could I think it could let's say fold or go down quicker than that could um, have success. I re- I really do. So you wonder if he's how long has he been at City now? Three years. Three, three years. Three years three? I mean, how long? You know, we always joke about as a as a coach, you've either just been sacked or just been hired. You know, that's the nature of the the conveyor belt. You know, do you see him staying on and having the longevity like an Alex Ferguson, or is it gonna? Same. You know, is somebody? You know, our Newcastle United gonna come knocking and? 
with their bigger, <laughs> their with, big with, fund, with bigger cash, with more cash. Oh, I don't like think he, he will stay a long time like uh, Sir Alex Ferguson, something like that, because he uh, he always wants a new challenge. Yeah. And now he has won a triple with uh, City. I think he he will go for one or two more seasons, and then uh, go and take, co- a, go take an under Spain. eight side somewhere. Go yeah, take yeah. a Mersh. Go and yeah, go yeah, take yeah, an yeah. under eight side. Come these boys. No, we come keep Zaritsky. Yeah. I'm happy with him. Yeah. <laughs> come and coach uh, the Espoirs and stuff, and we'll see how good you are at coaching. Do you know what I mean? Um, just one. Oh, just uh, it's got a uh, one more changing. Getting away from football because it's been football all show. The Tour de Femina de Pyrenees has been abandoned after two stages because of safety concerns so the, um, the basically the organizers hadn't um, you know they hadn't taken off the traffic um, it was this in France yeah it's highly French, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the racing conditions were highly dangerous um, I'm sure somebody's like oh yeah don't worry about it c'est pas grave c'est pas grave well no it's pretty grave the expense you know? of that of having all these ath- you know these all these athletes and buses going down to um, to, to, to race in the Tour de Pyrenees and and yeah after two days it's cancelled you'd be you'd be fuming if you'd spent a, a, a budget on these athletes and uh, to get down there well we're uh, as always we've got mr perez from let's first news in he's two minutes late normally messing anthony there's one serious question i want to ask you you yeah. were at the luxembourg malta game yes how many people were there four five not a chance never, never. not a chance <laughs> from what i saw on instagram somebody is telling porky pies Hi. yeah I don't believe that. Right. Sorry, and Anthony. No, I want to interrupt stressed. again. Anthony, you've got uh, Mariska Mersch player here who's just come up Oops. into the BGL League. Where are they going to finish next season? Oh, yes. straight away. Get straight <laughs> away. Oh, You're straight. straight away. <laughs> okay, if... Just if, to be clear, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's predictions last season were horrendous, okay? Okay. <laughs> Do you know that my season prediction on my page, I said that Hasper would be the disappointment this season? That's the beauty of Instagram is you can go back and delete those posts <laughs> if you want to. You know, so. Oh no, you know I assume it, so it's okay. That's all good. Crack yeah. on, boss. Uh, now I'm gonna get not not gonna give any prediction because you know you know how it goes. So I'm gonna just stay quiet for the whole season. <laughs> but let's start with Luxembourg against Malta, as we just said. Uh, it was a friendly game. And Luxembourg had an actually dominant first half, in my opinion. Like they had some goal chances, and uh, defense was was very good against them. Then came the second half. I don't know what happened, but it was disastrous. Nothing, nothing really worked in the offensive. De- defensively, you know, Malta had more and more chances. We were lucky that we only lost one nil because Malta had plenty of good chances. So we could have lost two, three nil. And there are some players, you know, I don't want to blame anyone, but if you let players like Jason Rodriguez, who isn't in a good shape for the moment, and he plays the whole game. You can ask yourself why, because he he brought like Alessio Kurci and Jonathan's who made a, a good impact on the game when they came in, and then you've got players who are not in form and they're still playing. So you've got to ask yourself why, you know. And he, he needed clearly he needed more match time because he wasn't getting in any match time in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people even wonder why he even got selected for I've, the team. I've just yeah. pulled up the ratings here and they give him six out of ten. What? Yeah. No, I'm yeah, kidding. No, you're joking. kidding. Is that his Instagram writing, <laughs> is it? Who gave the signal? No, it's on RTL, yeah. Whoever's written that report. Nah, you're kidding. It's not me, I'll tell For you. For the first half, okay. First half was yeah. okay, but the second half. I, I I swear I forgot that he was playing but I don't want to blame anyone because when you lose it's, you lose as a team you win as a team and uh, talking about the team we've got Thiago Pereira from Gladbach and David Jonathans from Bayern who played their first minutes under the dress from Luxembourg and I gotta say that the goalkeeper Pereira made a good made a good performance for the team he, he did have some saves 
For me, it's one for the future. And I, I don't remember when was the last time another goalkeeper played except Sean and Morris. I think it was like in 2018 or 17. Yeah, I was going to say. Was, 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 did, was Morris sitting on the... Was uh, he, was, the he, he had a break because he played for he played in the league last weekend. So mm-hmm. he, he took a break to play uh, the next games. And then Sean got substituted at halftime. So, you know. Uh, yeah, now we can ask the question, could Luke Holtz bring more young people? Because in my opinion, players like Jonathan, Slohai... Uh, Okuchi made a good impact in the game why shouldn't we just give them more playtime you see that they are hungry you see that they want to play they give everything why not just let them play instead of players who are not informed such as yeah Rodriguez uh, Daniel Zinani who hasn't played that much for Wigan so I don't know a lot of people also claim that we should change the trainer I don't know if, if it's if that's the right decision. Isn't know. it? It's very it's very fickle though, isn't it? You know, <laughs> if, we, if, if Luxembourg had won three 0 we wouldn't be having this conversation, and nobody <laughs> cares. You know, it's always flavour of the week. Look, you've you've just got to look at how football has progressed on, and I think sometimes you have Massively. to look back at the bigger picture over the years. And he's obviously doing something right, so you know. But props this, to him. This this loss is still a little blamage. But it was a friendly, and the last time we actually won a friendly game was in 2018 against Georgia, one 0 Thanks to a goal from Joachim. I hate that word friendly in football. Nothing's friendly. But, <laughs> Two brothers don't play yeah. two weeks for friendly. Benny, Nothing's here's, friendly. It's just annoying here's, word. Friendly. Here's a serious question for you, Benny. When you, um, I, I want to try and explain this without using the terminology. So if you look at all the different teams and the points that they have, what do you call that? How do you mean? So this team's here, this points. This team here, this points. This team here, this team. Worst team is at the bottom here on the the table. Thank, Thank you, you very much. If there was anything <laughs> else, you were going to get a pin. You can come back. On. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and, and, uh, Anthony always says the class more. Huh? Oh, the class more. Friendly's in class more, though. Sorry for big friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, really, Anthony, you do a hell of a job. So we just love picking at that one. No stress. Big one. Any big transfers? If you can, uh, drop, if you can chuck anybody under the bus, happening at Marsh <laughs> as well, that would be good. Huh? But I've got many big transfers, but a big story. I don't know if you, if you have heard of it, the Coupe FLF final. Yeah, you haven't. I heard. Okay, you did, but about you didn't, it. right? It's kind of funny. We've got the uh, Coupe FLF. It's like the 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 cup between the third and the fifth league, uh, and we've got the final against uh, Valfa between Valfa and Vormeldorf. And, and has that been played? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's been played. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Here we go. It's been played. The game ended 5-4 on penalties for Wolfer. Okay? Everything's good. Nothing was okay. Nothing was, like, suspicious. Then came a story that Wolfer Dorsch let a... It's, it's, it's kind of like Dalheim vibes. They let, they let a player <laughs> play who wasn't allowed to play because he was suspended for the final. It's Corentin Baudry. Yeah, an ex-hostal player, even this. He's got the he's got a winning penalty, but he wasn't uh, he wasn't um, allowed, to, allowed play to play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Then uh, there was a little investigation by the FLF, etc. What did happen? Uh, Valfort took uh, took the how would you say it? Had or got taken the win back. Yeah. So that Vomeldorf is now officially the winner on the how do you, how do you say it when you win but not on the game or like do you say green carpet? Do you say it like this? Yeah, there would be a word for me. Because in Luxembourg it's the green table. You win on the green table. No. Exactly. Yeah. 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 On the like the game, like, like on the on the green so, table. So just to be clear, it, yeah. This, yeah. this this wasn't a cup a cup match. This it was, was like a cup final. Final. It was a cup match. It was a cup match because it was between but it was between the third, fourth, and fifth league. Yeah. Right. So, but the final was played. Yeah. 
and the team that lost, yeah. they actually win. Yeah. Yes, right. because yeah. the other team, the, yeah. the other team, f- are basically yeah. fielded in a, in eligible players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Win by an administrative error or whatever you want. Yeah, to call it. It, that, it was because I, I didn't read the, the the article carefully, but it, I I heard that Valfa didn't really pay attention. They were confused. They thought I think that all the yellow cards were taken back on the semi-finals, so they didn't pay attention. And then, Rubbish. You would think you'd submit that before the yeah. game, right? This is the this is the squad that's going to be playing against um, Wolfer and who was the other uh, team you said? Um, Wolfer and Vomeldorf. Vomeldorf. Look, so you think you'd, you'd, each team would know the squads? No, anybody out. anybody involved in uh, in football has heard the stories of Jose Mourinho at Real Madrid when he used to tell the big guns here, go and time waste here, take a yellow card so you get banned for. Uh, <laughs> For a week, you know, because you've got a small team and then you can, we're all good for the week after and stuff. I don't buy that in the slightest. So, circus. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh, it's good, all, it's good to the, hear something still going off down in the, in the lower leagues. That, it's, that, uh, that just gave me a bit of Dalheim vibes. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. How are Dalheim doing these days anyway? I don't know, but because I've talked with my friend who plays for Dalheim yeah. and he was like, when when this when this story happened when they when they got there went taken away they, yeah. were, they, they were like oh, that was such a crap how can we do how can we be so dumb <laughs> yeah 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 and then they were so happy to win like after I think it was two years without winning it was kind of crazy it's funny when when you when you keep talking about them and you, then some of the players play for your team now it's kind of a funny coincidence yeah. transfers yeah let's move to this uh, fun fact we, let's start with Hostad who. Got plenty of transfers, but the most important is Hassan Mbaki, the striker from Monterey, who goes from Monterey to Hostad, and he was a top goal scorer of the of the team who stayed in the league. Yeah, exactly. And he scored 17 times in 30 league games, which is good stats for a player from this team. Then we've got Nidakon, who just let go Alexandre Sakras, Ben Fogel, and Elias Filet, and they just and they bought three players with Gilson Delgado from Vils. Who was going to play in defense? Then a young player from Etterbrick who was the shooting star of the season. Man, Elias Fila is Elias he Fili. was one of the top players this year. The, he, he was the third best goal yeah. scorer. And so, where's he gone to now? He Where's went back to social because he, uh, on the he was on the loan. Okay, okay, fair enough. Sorry about that. Uh, then they got the shooting star Lucas Ferreira from Etterbrick who played a wonderful season. And then a young striker. I think he's going to be like the replacement from Elias Filet. His name Kenny Mixture, a player from France, striker, young. That's the same. That's the same player than Elias Filet, and I hope he's going to do well uh, as him. Then we've got Kerjeng, who had to give ten players away. With let's go, Mossi Tresor, Luca Alverdi, Joffre Ramos, who went back on uh, went back to their loaning team. Yeah. Then we've got Yannick George and Melvin Diaz, who are just going to take a break from football. Then Nicola Fernandez, Christivi Lizecki, and Seroy Titizan were, ju- were leaving Luxembourg to another country. And Zidane Borges, he's going on loan to Yellow Boys Weiler. And we've got Jules Batmore, the uh, ex national team player who played 58 games under the national team dress, just ended his career. Then we've got um, Marc Tome. the ex trainer from Kerjing, goes back to Jonas Esch, where he managed already between 2017 and 2019 and I'm not gonna forget the women as well because they did some transfers as well we've got Sabrina Deda who moves from Young Linza to Mama uh, Katrin Kuypers from L to Vincroche Aldina Dervisevic a very good defensive player from Betonburg to Mama 
And the last news... Ah, no, I, I forgot. Schifflaus. I've got, I forgot Schifflaus. We did three great transfers. It's three old players, but with, with a lot of experience that could bring a lot to the team. With Kevin Nakash from Racing, uh, Mede Kirsch from Didlange, also Mikael Garros from Racing. Three, we three. even get one player from us. Oh, oh there we go. I forgot it. Who is it? Walter. Walter Andrade. <laughs> That Swiss has, has to go back to work. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, university. I'm going to back to work. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad um, Anthony was calling out those na- calling out all those names. No, that I was can't a, pronounce any of them. Complete tongue twister. You pass me Normally a Normally, what over. happens is we I'm look at it and I'll be like, <laughs> "And that player from Mersh is going to this club." <laughs> and to wrap up the football news, we've got national team player Leandro Barrero, who has been voted best player of the season from Mainz, from the Mainz fans. Oh, very good. Very good. And so the national team have got two more matches coming up. Yeah, against Liechtenstein on Saturday and against Bosnia, I think it's three... And the, but these are, these are qualifiers, aren't qualifiers, they? Yes. So the boys will no doubt turn, turn things up and hopefully there'll be more... Uh, than 4,000 people at the game. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. Um, Anthony, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Where are Marsh going to finish in the BGL League? Ah, Next not this year. again. We're not going to let that I want go. to you know hear it. I want you're to hear it. You're going to want... The- I'm going to say they're going to stay in the league if they play as well as... That's such a cop-out of an answer. I want a number. <laughs> I want a number. I want okay. a number. 14th. Now, wait, how many teams are 16 in BGL League? No, not 14th then. I'm going to say... 11th, come on. 11th. 11th. I'm going 7th. 7th? Yeah. Ooh, there We're we going to take that. <laughs> yeah, take that. <laughs> yeah, I will You can be, say... go back to the lads and say, yeah, I spoke to Scott and Nathan. Scott thinks we're going to finish 7th. And they'd be like, does he know anything about football? No. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to say they're going to finish 10th in the league. And, and go. Benny's going to have a cracker and he's going to come out with a complete uh, whirly in the, in the, in the, in, into the goal he's going to come out with a screamer that's going to be well, shown on YouTube all around the world <laughs> make sure just make sure you tag us as always Benny Anthony Nathan thanks for uh, your company this evening always a pleasure never a chore um, and all as we've, we've already given them a shout out but a huge thank you to the army of volunteers out there who make our sporting world tick you know whether it's peeling the oranges marking out the pitches working on the gates you know whatever it is you do to get those youngsters uh, involved in the game keep doing it because that is the uh, bread and butter you can check out the regulars tomorrow from 6am you've got Sam the Sam Steen show you've got Stephen Stetslow with the lunchbox at 12 and you've got Melissa Dalton from 4 till 7 with the yeah, that's awkward it's my mind's gone black the home stretch was going to be like the long the ride stretch. home well, that, the way you were the last uh, ride was very long so I, I thought I'd see how long I could carry that uh, yep I'll delete this bit later on have you seen it sounded a bit French talk about, uh, the, talk about the Undertaker his, uh, he used to have the last ride didn't I I don't know why I don't know why I started thinking up stuff like that movies movies of movies movies coming that's to the movies, end of the that's show that's wrestling mate right, we, it's education okay. <laughs> we're gonna you're gonna tune in on Wednesday don't forget to listen to the uh, podcast that will also come out this week for the football for the until football. then lads it's chur chur, chur.